Hi, Allegra here. Hi, Natasha here. And today we're going to talk about surviving, no, 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 thriving during the holidays. Yes. Also, we're going to talk about building a better brain on purpose. And it's the end of the year, so you know what that means. Annual review! Annual review. Yay. So we'll meet you back here after the tunes. So, Natasha, it's the holidays. Yes. (laughs) Tell me about it. So people are freaking out and, you know, it feels like the to-do list just get longer and longer and longer. But I also feel like more so than usual, maybe, because, you know, we kind of didn't really have an, an quote unquote normal holiday season last year right Mm. so like maybe you're trying to make up for lost time or (laughs) you know like certain things that you didn't get to really fully experience last year right so maybe it's even more so yeah maybe all I know is that as life as my life has changed I have changed with my approach to the holidays Mm -hmm. big time and the thing is also It may be feeling like, oh boy, I got to make up for lost time. Or it could feel like, which I feel like is definitely happening this year for me. um, Wow. Certain things were really that I thought were essential are not essential, (laughs) you know? And that's like, what are some of those things? Well, I, we usually had a, have a tree trimming party, Mm -hmm. um, which we didn't have this year just because it was, I mean, like, like 50 people show up for it and that kind of thing. So we had a much, much smaller version with just a couple few friends and I didn't feel the pressure to like, and we always have it the Sunday after Thanksgiving. And I did go ahead and decorate inside, but I didn't feel like the insane pressure that I normally would to be like, Oh my gosh, I get all the outside lights up by then, you know? And it's kind of just the outside lights are just going up as they, as I do it, (laughs) you know, like here and there piecemeal, you know? And so that has been, Yeah. And I'm like letting that go. Like there was, nobody was, you know, holding a gun to my head to get those (laughs) lights up before, you know, but when you're having like 50 people come over, I'm like, oh, I want to make the outside look as festive as possible. But when it was just, you know, smaller amount of people and I just have like allowed myself the leeway of like, yeah, we're already into December a little bit, but so what? The lights are going up a little later than usual and, um, and not freaking out about it. Nice. You know, I used to be really into sending holiday cards. In fact, I even sent them when I was single. And it was almost something I was competitive about. Like, how <laughs> does my Christmas card go out before I get a single one in? And I used to just enjoy holiday cards I, because I, they were always handwritten. It wasn't just an yeah. automated thing, you know? Yeah, yeah. But I was single and I had no kid and... At the time, I think I was working at an office, right? So I didn't have my own business either. So I had my time constraints were very different. Yeah. And then at some point I found, I realized I wasn't enjoying holiday cards. In fact, I was resenting them. Like sending them out yourself. Obviously not getting them, right? (laughs) Right. Not getting them. Right. How dare you send me a holiday card? I resent your holiday card. Um, Yeah. It's definitely different, right? In fact... I feel you on this one. Um, I, you know, I love social media being what it is. Like so many people already know what's going on in your life, right? Like it used to be, especially I remember when I was a kid, my mom would get these holiday cards and you'd open them up and you're like, oh, so-and-so is doing, you know, and, and Janie is th- seven now. And she's, you know, and like you'd have these right. little reports, you know, and that's a way to keep up, but that's obviously not necessary these days, right? 
Right. And uh, yeah, I feel you on that. I mean, I don't know if I was like competitive. Like I definitely <laughs> would like try to just make sure they got in the mail before December 24th, essentially, <laughs> <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. But I think this year I, I kind of gave myself the leeway. I'm like, you know what? Maybe we'll just do New Year's cards this year <laughs> instead of holiday cards, instead of, you know, pre pre-Christmas cards. We're going to do post New Year's cards. Well, I actually started, I, my approach to holiday cards has changed where now it's almost like a thank you card, right? Because I'm a huge mm. fan of thank you cards, as you know. <laughs> oh yeah. I've gotten a few over the years. Yeah. <laughs> and so I do send holiday cards, but I send them as reciprocal <laughs> oh, huh. That's a word. I think <laughs> uh, it is now. You know what? That's... <laughs> That's a good idea, right? Because like I have my list and I send out to that list, like kind of like no matter what. I mean, unless of course I get a thing back saying they've moved or something, but um, yeah, so it's, it actually, that's great. Reciprocal. Yeah. Hmm. That's, you know, it's just because I do like sending them, but I do like taking the time to write a little extra note specific to that person. And this, that's what I have time for because also I just do it immediately, right? Uh, going up with the two-minute rule that we mm -hmm. talk about in our first, yeah. right? two-minute rule. It's like I get one, I write one, and boom, it's in the mailbox. Um, so I just – it fits into my life like that in a really nice way, and it made it enjoyable again for me, right? Mm -hmm. Which is what I mean by thriving during the holidays and not surviving them. Right. Absolutely. Thriving, not surviving. And that's, that's it. Is, it. is it enjoyable? Then yes, do it. <laughs> right. If yeah. it's an ob obligation or it's out of some other kind of, I don't know, expectation or, you know, self-imposed or societal or whatever, then scrap it. Right. Yeah. Don't shit on yourself, especially during the holidays. Oh, there's so much <laughs> shitting. There's so much so shitting. Much, yeah. So much shitting. Right. So make it fun or find a way to make it fun. Right. Like for another thing I used to do was I used to send dozens of cookies all over the U.S. And now I send out three boxes. That's you know. really great. Do you still consider sending boxes to friends who are local? Just curious. Uh, <laughs> Just curious. <laughs> I could even, I mean, I'd be range pickups too, you know. <laughs> um, yeah, for sure. And I think because, you know, especially if you're a parent, you know, there's traditions. I mean, I love, it really kind of dawned on me a few years ago when I, I don't know if I read it in an article or if it was a meme, maybe who knows where it's just kind of like, yeah, like holiday magic doesn't just like magically happen. Right. The, el <laughs> right. the elf and Santa and everything, you know, obviously are the parents and like, and really quite honestly, more so the mom. <laughs> um, and that is for sure in our house, you know, my husband would be super fine if we never even like put up a tree or whatever, he'd be like, whatever, probably. But when it's up, he loves it. You know? Right. So, right. um, but if I wasn't the, if I didn't do the, the impulse, the impetus, impetus for that, what, a, <laughs> where, where, why, why are we having so much trouble with English today? Um, <laughs> I like would, my new word. Thank you. I like, actually, your word is great. Mine is just, mine was like a mishmash of who knows what, um, yeah, it wouldn't get done. Right. So, right. So I feel like why add there's already things and traditions and, you know, my kids love advent calendars and they, they love these different traditions. Like St. Nikolaus was yesterday, which is a German thing that we do where you put your slippers out on the front stoop. Oh, do you do your mom's voice when you do St. Nikolaus? <laughs> yeah, of course I do. Yeah. 
<laughs> of course, you must. When you put out the slippers, Saint Nicholas comes by and he puts <laughs> little chocolates in your in your slippers. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. That's because, like, that's actually that's when that's when at least in my mom my mom's version of her German culture. That's when the that's when the presents would happen, mm-hmm. or that you get chocolate. You get chocolate in your slipper on Saint Nicholas Day. You know, um, but this is like she was like this is like legit Christmas. Like they had like actual lit candles on their christmas trees and stuff you know i remember visiting my grandmother and i was like oh my god this is a crazy fire hazard um, <laughs> i was terrified yeah, the candles on the christmas tree that all i mean it's so beautiful looking and oh my oh, god so scary looking gorgeous but they have different trees there too where the boughs are like very far spaced apart like so you could clip on a thing and oh, put uh-huh, a candle uh-huh. but still it is terrifying and like you only really have them lit for like an hour and then you're like putting them oh, out, okay. you know like yeah, you don't leave them on overnight <laughs> you know what i mean Phew. A couple, maybe a couple hours, you know, and you enjoy the glow and then you put them out. But anyway, all that to say, you know, for me, prioritizing these, these traditions also, you know, like, because prioritizing, you know, we like prioritizing, you know, we like that. So yeah, if it's a prioritization situation where it's like, you know, like I really am kind of like, I know you've told me about your holiday card you know, shift. Um, and this year, the just even having the thought of doing it after, you know, for New Year's is like such a revelation to me. But when I think about like, if I'm going to prioritize the things that I want to do this holiday season, it's definitely going to, at this time in my life, center around my kids, you know, right, right. they're still at that age where it's still magical for them. I probably don't have a, too many more years left of it being like super magical. So, you know, if it's between ordering Christmas cards and fretting over what picture we're going to use and, you know, pivoting towards something like just making sure something magical happens. Like my kids love to go to candy cane lane and just making sure those things kind of, those kind of things happen. That takes priority over, you know, yeah. Sending out a hundred Christmas cards before, you know, December 23rd or whatever. So if you want to thrive this holiday season, our major takeaway is to keep it enjoyable. If it's Mm -hmm. not enjoyable, don't do it. Or find a way to make it enjoyable. And it's okay to let go of things, especially as your life changes, your priorities change. 100%. Yeah. And traditions are great. We love traditions. But again, if it's just out of obligation and it's not fun for you or comforting, then we give you permission if you need it (laughs) to let it go. Let it go. Let it go. So stick around, and we're going to talk about building a better brain on purpose Mm -hmm. after the tunes. So, Natasha, I read a great article on building a better brain on purpose. Love it. Yeah, Mm. because I once heard this saying that I think is so great that humans, we're not wine. We don't become better with age automatically. (laughs) you got to work at it and so what this article was talking about was the practice of doing puzzles right like sudoku or crossword puzzles or brain training apps Mm -hmm. right yeah yeah and do they actually improve your brain or something specifically known as do they improve your fluid intelligence so Mm. Yeah, <laughs> um, which I guess is harder than applied intelligence, right? Okay. 
So fluid intelligence is the ability to learn and retain new information and then use it to solve a problem or learn a new skill. Right? Okay. Yeah. And so what the study showed was that people who do these games or Tetris or Sudoku or whatever, that at first it was challenging their brain, but then once you get good at it, once it becomes a habit, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're kind of on autopilot. And so your brain's not actually improving anymore. It's just oh, like, interesting. yeah, it's just like rotely going through it. Wow. Wow. Habits are powerful, y'all. Habits are really powerful. So much so that you, wow, you can, you can kind of like go through a Sudoku puzzle, like offline, essentially. And <laughs> you don't have to really think about it too, too hard. Yeah. I guess it's just mm -hmm. not stimulating your brain in the same way. Like once you've, I guess the part that is growing your brain is the think the problem solving, right? Like the, mm, oh, how mm -hmm. does this work? It's not the act of doing the puzzle. It's the thought process. Ooh, thought process. We yeah. <laughs> it's the thought process of getting you there. And so they mm. say the way to build a better brain on purpose is to stay uncomfortable, to keep uh, doing new things that make you think hard. Gross. <laughs> yep. Gross, messy, uncomfortable. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Right. So, I mean, that, that makes a lot of sense. Um, you would think I would, I think I would assume though, like just like, Hey, I've acquired the skill. I'm continuing to use the skill. I'm honing it. But like, um, as you're saying like that, that just kind of, it's something that's not beneficial. It's just right. that that doesn't necessarily keep you on your toes as much as like, once you've got it down. Yeah. And I mean, I guess like, especially a game like Tetris or Sudoku where, it's really the same thing, right? Same thing, different day. It's not mm -hmm. necessarily adding a new layer of challenge. So maybe right. if you're adding a new layer of challenge, right? So if you're doing a role-playing game and suddenly there's a new kind of challenge or monster or whatever that comes into play, like I could see how that would keep improving your brain. So I guess the thing is, is if you're just rotely, right, moving left to right down, left to right down, which is how I used to play, right, Tetris or Centipede or the video games that I like to play. Like, yeah, there was a point where you're just kind of on autopilot. So I guess autopilot means you're not building your brain and having to think. Yeah, so I guess that the games where you can kind of go on autopilot, like Tetris, right? Tetris, it might go faster, but it never gets yeah. harder. There's never a new layer of challenge. Unlike maybe, you know, a role-playing game or something where suddenly you have a new enemy or there's an added layer of something. So, mm -hmm. I mean, I guess the major takeaway is if you're on autopilot, it means you're not building your brain. You're just passing the time, right? Mm -hmm. and, if, and if you have to stop and think about it, then you're building your brain. Yeah. And passing time has its own, you know, benefits, right? I suppose, right? Like being able to unplug and, 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 um, and maybe it's like a de-stressor terrific you know but as far as like wanting to build a better brain right we gotta right. keep challenging ourselves right if you're doing the thing the puzzle the game the whatever specifically to build a brain it's not working <laughs> when you get to autopilot that's perfect mm -hmm. way of thinking about it mm -hmm. yes so i thought that was really interesting and as always we will put a link to the article in our show notes and subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts coming up next annual review oh annual review
listen, if you don't know where you're going, you're going to end up somewhere else, right? Yep. (laughs) Stay tuned. So it's the end of the year. Yes, it is. (laughs) Do you think we were going to get here? Um, Sometimes it felt like maybe we weren't. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. I mean... I, I mean, I knew I'd get here. I just didn't yeah. know what it would look like, right? right. And just kidding. Yes, no, for, for sure. Just I mean, I just found out today that one of my best friends, which, right, it's a tier, not a title. <laughs> right. Yes, yes. Mindy, Mindy Kaling said that on her show, The Mindy Project, which I, I loved. I just, I think it's, it's true, so funny. Though. It's a tier, not, not a title, not a, <laughs> right? Yes. Yeah, it's a tier. Mm-hmm. So one of my best friends, I just found out was she just got a COVID test and she's positive. And mm-hmm. you know, we all yeah thought we were moving past you know, and things are uncertain for sure. Yeah, and she's you know she's fully vaccinated. Didn't have the booster yet, but you know mm-hmm. that's just we know breakthrough cases are reality. So yep, the new variant is happening. It's a happening. Yeah. So I guess I guess this is our new normal, right? Um, yeah, for sure. So, but here we are at the end of the year with all that uncertainty, all that, like, what's, what's it going to look like? And now we have an idea of what it looked like, right? Cause we're here at the end of the year. And even with it being the end of the year, there's still things that are going to happen, right? Like we all, we all know we're going to have to do our taxes, right? Go, go get our teeth checked, get our vision checked, buy dog food, right? Yeah. Do those types of things. Those things are still going to have to happen. And so as always, Natasha and I do an annual review. Yes. So if you've taken our course before, you know that we do monthly reviews. Uh, And of course, it logically follows that we would do an annual review. And so this is super important, right? We love to talk about course correction and this is the biggie. This is the biggie course correction, right? Yeah, it's interesting because in one of my in one of my entrepreneurial groups that I'm in, someone was asking for tips on planning her calendar, her on mm. and planning her new year. And I said, well, you know, I don't start with my calendar. I start with my annual review. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. Because you can't decide what you want to do until you've seen what you've done and contemplate. Hey, am I happy with the progress I made? Do I need to course correct are the things I would do differently, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I, you know, it's funny because like this is a newer concept or I shouldn't say newer concept to me, but it's a newer practice to me than it is for Allegra. But I remember a few years ago, a friend of mine saying like, oh, I always sit down and like assess my, my past year and then try to figure out what I'm creating for the next year. And at the time when he first mentioned that to me, when I had first really kind of come across this idea of an annual, a personal annual review, obviously businesses and stuff do this as well. Um, it sounded so daunting. It just sounded like, oh my gosh, how are you, could you possibly encapsulate your entire year? You know, like sit down review. It just sounded like, like a ton of daunting work to me. Um, so let's chat a little bit about, let's unpack a little bit about what an annual review would look like. Um, so it doesn't seem so daunting. Yeah. So an annual review is basically looking at, we have this thing called the instrument panel uh, Natasha and I created it's part of our 
EYWD monthly review. And it asks you questions regarding your finances, your career, your health, how you felt about those. And so it's just kind of extrapolated out, right? So what did you learn this year? What do you want? What did you not learn this year that you want to learn next year? We ask you those sorts of probing questions that have you looking at the different aspects of your life and just taking stock. Yeah, exactly. And like Allegra just said, it's something important right now, like how you feel about some of it. And some of the questions are very kind of like concrete too, right? So it's, some of it's like hard numbers and some of it's yeah. <laughs> like, Ooh, how did I feel about such and such? Right. And both aspects are important to take a look at. And of course, if you've been doing Harness the Power of Planning System, uh, you've been doing your monthly reviews as, you've, as you're going along. And so it's not that hard to go ahead and kind of collect those and sit down with them and then plug that stuff into your annual review and you take, take a look back at your year. And for sure, you're going to find things on those monthly reviews that are like, oh, wow, yeah, I forgot I did that. Holy moly. You know, so um, this is why we love our monthly reviews, because it really does help us encapsulate the year. And then also, you know, inspire you and get your juices flowing for creating your your next year as well. Um, like Allegra just said, like, what did I learn? What did I not learn that maybe I want to learn? You know, that kind of thing. Or, you know, uh, I really meant to do such and such, you know, more frequently in my year. Um, this time I'm actually going to carve out the time to do it and that kind of thing. Yeah. And we lead our students, our alumni students through this. And actually this is something that Natasha and I've talked about offering as a separate event. Yeah. So, so you listener, if you have not taken our course, is an annual review event something you'd want to do? Cause really it's, like I said, it's the first step towards planning your new year and your new year can start any day. Right. Tomorrow, tomorrow can be the beginning of your new year, whenever you're listening to this. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yes. And having the review is such a great place to start. It's not just like pulling things out of thin air, you know, like you can really concretely see what you've done, really concretely see where it's taking you and where maybe you want to. Bing, course correct. We love that phrase. <laughs> yeah. And it's also great to just track things over a long period of time. This, this review document, it's actually six pages long is a culmination of I've pulled from a lot of different areas and then Natasha and I have synthesized it further. But like one thing that I've been tracking for going on 20 years now is my quote unquote net worth, right? Which is all of your assets minus all of your liabilities. And it's really cool to see how that's changed over the last 20 years, but mm -hmm. I wouldn't have that knowledge if I hadn't tracked that number. So we give you a single concise place to ask yourself these probing questions, have real numbers like this net worth number, and also look back at your integrity meter. This is something that's on our monthly review. You know, have you done what you said you were going to do? We ask you to average the integrity meter number that you've given yourself over the last 12 months. So again, you won't, if you're not a student of ours, you won't have this number to average, but it's something for you to think about going forward. Yeah. And you can take a guess and then compare it when you do your annual review next year. Exactly. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So, sure. so if an annual review is something that sounds interesting to you, you can let us know a couple of ways. One, you could record a message for us here on anchor.fm slash BYW dreams. It's really cool because we get to play those on the air. So if you want yeah. to you can record a question for us or a comment, mm -hmm. you can also, we have our annual review document 
available for you to download by signing up at smarturl.it slash BYWD annual review. And that link will be in our show notes as well. Super valuable. Whether you've taken the course or not, it asks really great questions. And like we said, it's such a great jumping off point for you to really go ahead and, you know, start really living the life beyond your wildest dreams that you're really looking to do. And by the way, the annual review event, if we did that event, it would probably be similar in price to our upcoming turn your to-do list into your to-done list workshop, which is a $27 event. So it'd be, you know, really affordable one hour event. Yeah. Encapsulated together all together. And when you come out of that event, you've got, you know, your roadmap from last year and giving you the first steps for next year. Yeah. Because you can't plan where you're going if you don't know where you've been. That's mm-hmm. <laughs> true. You got to know where you're starting from. Right. And yeah. You, and you also, like we talk about in our course, you also need to, you know, figure out a destination <laughs> yeah. before yeah. you can start journeying along. Speaking of which, I feel like we should mention our to-do to done. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> so to-do lists, right? We all have them. Sometimes we have more than one of them. Sometimes we have a whole clipboard of them. Mm, okay. <laughs> she likes to make fun of me because I used to walk around with a clipboard with a to-do list on it, like a project manager in my family. <laughs> yes, I love it. I love a clipboard. It's true. <laughs> I love a clipboard. Yeah. Um but if your to-do list keeps growing and growing and growing and never getting done, then you're probably making one of three very common to-do list mistakes. Mm-hmm. Which we talk about in our to-do to done workshop. Yeah. And we have a bunch of those coming up in December. If you want to find out more about those, go to smarturl.it slash register workshop. And you can find out when those are coming up. There's a live version where you can ask Q&A and there's a recorded version. Yeah. And it's not just about like, here are the mistakes. We also obviously give solutions too, and different systems that work for us that when that we find help us really crush that to-do list. Yeah. We're going to give you three tips that are going to have you slaying your to-dos. Yeah. Total game changers. And it's one hour workshop, $27. We'd love to see you there. We're super excited about it. It's so fun. It's really fun. I mean, Look, we love our course, but doing these fun one hour things and really seeing people make a change to their life is, is really. Yeah. It's a nice little manageable chunk that, you know, you're going to walk away with new concepts and new skills actually (laughs) within that hour workshop. So thanks for tuning in. Yes. We're so happy that you came in. And we really want you to have a absolutely thriving holiday season. Yeah. Remember, if it's not fun, why do it? You know? So have that be your guiding thought there. And if you're wondering how often we're going to be doing these podcasts, our plan right now is twice a month with one of them being the monthly review, which you can listen to. And maybe we'll get to four a month. But hey, we're glad you're here. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye, wild dreamers.